So Jesus began to pray for his disciples before his exit on earth. And look what he said. I love what he said. He said, I'm praying for the ones who belong to you. Now, see, prayer is not only made for prayer and supplication. It's not just to request from God. Watch this. But it's also to acknowledge what God has already given you. <laughs> Come on, talk back to me. It, he has already given. Look what Jesus said. Can I say, I'm not making this up. It's in your Bible. Please open your Bible. Pull it back up on your iPad, your Chromebook, whatever, your MacBook. Open it back up, 17, verse number 8. He says, I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me because they are yours. The disciples. Jesus knew that they did not belong to him. <laughs> he understood everything that he was doing was of the Father. Remember, he said this now. He said, I'm coming and I'm doing the work of the one who sent me. Come on here. And we have to understand the fact that no matter how many things your name is signed on, it don't belong to you. I know your name is on the mortgage, but that house don't belong to you. <laughs> Stop paying the mortgage and see. <laughs> Come on. I know you written and you signed the lease, but that, that apartment that you written don't belong to you. Stop paying the rent and see what happened. Come on, talk back to me tonight. That car note you paying, even though your name on it, stop paying that car note for a couple of months and see what happened. Jesus understood that the things that his father gave him belonged to him. And because he gave it to him, he was thanking God for them. Watch this. So you don't have to beg God for what he's already given you. Healing has already been given to you. <laughs> Come on here. Deliverance has already been given to you. Your breakthrough has already happened. Come on here. Prosperity in your health has happened. In your family has already, all these things has already happened. And, and Jesus is praying for his disciples and he's also praying for the Christians that are coming after he leave the earth. So now, watch this. So we find ourselves. Verse number 15, he said, I am not praying that you take them out of the world. <laughs> but what? but that you protect them from the evil one. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, thy own earth, as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from what? Evil. And Jesus is basically saying the same thing because Jesus understand I know 
what's going to happen after I'm gone. Jesus said in a few verses backwards, he said, now, as I was on earth, I was able to protect them. He said, but now that I'm leaving, Lord, I'm praying for them that you protect them now in this world. Don't take them out the world, but protect them in the world. Y'all remember what um what Satan said <laughs> when he tried to get at Job? The Lord said, have you tried, Job? And Satan so said, man, look at here. You got a hedge around him. Watch this. You didn't only, he didn't just have a hedge around Job, he had a hedge around everything Job had. Come on, talk to me. He had a hedge around, to read the story. He had a hedge around Job. He had a hedge around his finance. Come on. He had a hedge around his, his property. He had a hedge around his children. He had a hedge around his friend. He had a hedge around his health. He had a hedge around everything Job owned everything job was a part of god had a hedge around it and watch this y'all know how the story go god didn't take job out of the world to deliver him from the misery and see and then i know many of us we got a problem with our misery <laughs> we, we figure that we shouldn't go through now that we turned over our lives to Jesus Christ, but did not Jesus tell us that in this world you shall have tribulations. You will have trials. There will be storms. There will be some problems. There will be some faults. You will fall. You will make a mistake. You will do this. There's going to be some things that go on in this life. But can I remind us again, as I always do, he said, but even in all of that, I want you to cheer up because I've already overcome the world. Come on, talk back to me, somebody. Amen. So God, he already really know what's going on. And notice this now. He says, I don't want you to take them out the world. I want you to protect them from the evil one. Why? Because he know that because we are of him, because we are a part of him, he already know that the devil, the Satan, the evil one is going to try to come at you all type of ways. But notice now what happened with Job. And we're going to get to it. Notice now. He says that I'm, I, I, I need you to, to protect them in the world. Don't, don't take them out. Don't, don't move the mountain. Don't, don't move the obstacle. Don't, don't, don't make it easy for them. Let, let, let them go over the mountain. Just give them the strength to kind. Don't take away the stumbling block. Just leave me around. We sing it, order my steps in your word, dear Lord. But you got to know that in the word of God, you're going to go through some ups. You're going to go through some downs. There are going to be some people who are going to turn their backs on you. There are going to be folks that are going to talk about you. There are going to be folks that's going to accuse you. But you have to know Jesus had already prayed for you before he went. Jesus, before I go, Jesus began to pray. He said, before I go, I got to pray for you. So protect them, watch this, while they're in the world. See, that, that too many times we want to be taken out of the situation. But you have to know that sometimes in the situation is where you do your growth. <laughs> Come on, talk back to me. It's in the problem where you can be prospered. It's, it's in your mistakes 
ministry. It's in your fall. Amen. Where, where you can find your flight. He said, so don't take them out the world, Lord. He said, I know the evil is going, the devil is going around looking and seeking to, to see whom he can devour. Y'all remember what he asked him? He said, what you doing, Satan? He said, man, I'm going to and fro. I, I'm trying to get somebody. <laughs> and you have to know, watch this. You have to know that the devil can't do nothing that God does not permit. See? Now, I don't want nobody to get anything confused. But God sometimes has a permissive will. Amen. He, he doesn't cause things to happen, but he allows things to happen. Watch this. And he don't, and I said it before, he don't allow things to happen to show your weakness. He allowed things to happen to show his strength. <laughs> it is in my weakness, Paul said, where he finds his strength. <clears throat> See? So, so the devil really ain't got no power over you unless the Lord permits it so. He, he didn't give Satan the order to attack Job. He gave him permission. See, giving an order is a direct thing, but giving a permission is an allowing thing. When you allow something to happen, it's different from ordering. But see, when God allows things to happen, when God allows some things to go on in your life, you got to know like Job, I know my Redeemer lives. And also you have to recognize it's God's hand on every trial and every tribulation. Job said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. So that tells us that no matter what goes on, no matter what happens in life, children, money, look what happened with them, children, money. He was in this world. And everything he had was gone. But guess who was still there? <laughs> God was still there. Come on, talk back to me. He said, so, so Jesus said, I, I'm, I'm not praying for the world. He said, but I'm praying for those who are in the world. Why? Because they need my protection. Now watch this. You have to know with what comes with protection. Also provision. Come on here. He also provides in his protection. Because while he's protecting you, he has to make sure you have what you need. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna say nothing back to me. Can I bring David back? That's my buddy. I know y'all getting tired of me using David. But David always rang true. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Matter of fact, let's look at the children of Israel when they was in the desert for 40 years. The Bible said nothing wore out for 40 years. Watch it. For 40 years. Same shoes, same clothes, did not wear out. Many of us, <laughs> I dare say, got 30, 40, 50 pairs of shoes. Ain't wore all of them yet. Still got those same favorite five that you keep wearing. But you keep saying, yeah, I'm going to put these on. I'm just waiting for a special day. I'm just saying. If he can keep them for 40 years in a desert, where no food was, uh, no clothing stores, no seamstress, no tailors. Come on. If he can keep them in a desert for 40 years and they clothes don't wear out, don't you think he can provide for you? He can provide for you. 
So before Jesus had to go, he had to pray for us. And watch this. Can I say this to you? Also, he prayed for us. Not, not, not only did he pray for protection, not only in the protection is provision, but he also assumed the role as a priest. Hmm. Come on, talk to me. Now, we know that in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, the priests would always pray a prayer of blessing over the people. That's why we read, I think it's in Jude, that, that benediction, the Lord shine his face upon you. The Lord make his countenance to shine upon you. The Lord keep you. <laughs> Come on. That's just not a benediction. That is a prayer. And in this prayer, Jesus assumed the role as the ultimate priest. And it is the obligation of the priest to pray, not only for protection, not only for provision, but to also pray for blessings. Also pray that the people who he's praying for, that God show them grace and mercy. Because in the world in which we live in, that there are going to be some people who aren't going, who's not going to show you no grace and no mercy. Let's look around. Look at it. Look at the news. Folks don't have grace. Folks don't have mercy. They're not practicing that no more. So he assumed the role as the ultimate priest and prays for the people. He said, I pray for those who are in the world. He said, don't take them out, but protect them. Mm -hmm. There are going to be some things that's going to go on. I need you to watch over them. Come on. There are going to be some people praying on the corners. I'm going to need you to shield them while shooting go on. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. Y'all live in Inglewood like I do. You already know. If anybody live on the west side, you already know. Anybody live in Lundell, you already know. There's a lot of shooting going on. Y'all remember Peter, Luke 22, 31. Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, um, the devil has a desire to sift you. In some translations, watch this. It said that the devil asked. To sift you. <laughs> but he said, don't worry about it because I've already prayed for you that your faith will not fail you. Come on, talk back to me. <clears throat> he said, <clears throat> he may come at you. He may hurt you. Some things may come on in your life that may bring you to tears. He said, but I've already prayed for you. So you're going to come through. The, the devil want to get rid of you. He want to stop your progress. But because Jesus had already prayed the blessing over us, we are more than conquerors. So before he goes, before he leaves, he said, I need to take on the role of the priest and pray this prayer over my people. He said, so Lord, I need you to protect them in this world. Watch this. Can I say this? Here's why. He said, because they are not... <laughs> of the world just as I am not of the world. Watch this. He says, so sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Come on here. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Remember now, he said, I send you out as sheep among what? Wolves. 
And so you got to know, watch this. You got to know that wolves can tear sheep up in a minute. Sheep don't fight. That's why they have a shepherd. <laughs> so I say, I need you to protect them. Because I send them out. They're going to be going out into a world who don't like me. And because they don't like me, they're not going to like them because they are of me. Come on here. And because they are of me, the world is not going to receive them like they're supposed to. He said, see, it was okay while I was walking with them. <laughs> he said, but now that I'm leaving, folks' minds now are on a different level. Uh, uh, people have different ideas about things now. And, and they're not really trying to hear what thus said the Lord. He said, so now, Lord, I need you as they go out into the world, as I commissioned them, as they go out into the highways and the byways and the hedges to try to compel men, women, boys, and girls that the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. I need you to put your arms around them. I need you to watch over them. Dispatch your angels. That's why I like that song. It says all night and all day. The angels keep on watching over me. Me, my Lord. Y'all remember that song? They used to sing it all the time in Mount Hebron. All night and all day. The angels keep watching over me. Jesus said, watch them. And I got to say this and I'm gone. He says, I pray not for thee, but also for those, watch this. Here's the part I really love and I'm gone after this. Who believe in me through their word. <laughs> See, you got some who believe Jesus, who believed in him then because they saw him and, and, they, and they were uh, able to experience him firsthand. But now he says, I'm praying for those who are going to believe through the word. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word. So he says, I'm praying for them that's going to only believe by what they hear. Oh, come on, talk back to me. And may they all be one as you and I are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us. So that the world may believe you sent me. So in other words, what Jesus is saying, watch this. Not only I want to pray for protection, not only am I praying for provision, not only am I praying in my priestly role, but he's also saying so that now people can now see the manifestation of who I am through them. We sing that song, This Little Light of Mine. I'm going to let it shine everywhere I go. <laughs> I'm going to let it shine all in my home. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. This is the song we sing. But I got to ask the question before you go. Can you pray for somebody? Jesus said, I need to pray for my disciples. He prayed for his disciples. He prayed for people. 
He prayed for the entire church at large, not a geographical church. Let's get this together. Not a positional geographical church, but a spiritual position church. He's prayed for everyone who's coming to him by way of word. Lord have mercy. And when they come to him by way of word, he said, now, Lord, that they came by word, I need you to manifest yourself through them because they're in me and I'm in you and you are in me and they are in us. So manifest your glory through them in the earth. Let people begin to see that they are the hill, the city on the hill. Let people begin to see that they are the salt of the earth. Let that light that we so sing about begin to shine. So before I go, Jesus prayed for us because he knew that the mission, watch this, was going to get hard. People's hearts were not going to be as soft and tender to receive the word as it was back then. The word said that people are going to move away from sound doctrine. They ain't going to want to hear it. But the same Bible said, that's fine. Just preach in season and out of season. Do it when they want to hear it and do it even if they don't want to. God has a reward for those who live according to his word. Amen. And here's what I want you to know, and I'm gone. The word that I'm talking about is not just reading this word, but the word I'm talking about is Jesus Christ himself. Amen. So before you go to bed tonight, pray for somebody. Before you get up and go to work in the morning, pray for somebody. Before you go to church during the midweek, pray for somebody. Before you do whatever you do, pray. Because I do believe that prayer changes things. Amen. Amen. Listen, God bless you. I love you guys tonight.